Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. For for many years, smaller companies have long complained that the public procurement process for big government contracts has been loaded in favour of much larger businesses with the bidding manpower. Now, a consultation from from the government has launched this week aims to tilt that balance back towards SMEs a little bit. Ross McCarthy is the managing director of Keystone Procurement and Irish uh, ISME National Council member. Good morning, Ross. Morning, Joe, and good morning to everybody listening in. Tell us a little um, bit. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the current procurement rules for government contracts. Well, actually, what I'd like to do, if I can, uh, just to just, and I will come to that, is to go back to the very beginning and the origin of, of the circular that this update is linked to, and it goes back to the last financial crisis when the IMF were in town. There was a lot of pressure on the government to reduce costs uh, and to bring competitive standards. So that resulted in the setting up of the Office of Government Procurement, who centralised and put a lot of arrangements in place that all public bodies can access and get access to, and that led to this kind of crunch in the market, which you rightly alluded to. Where a lot of SMEs back in 2013, 2014, when this first um, policy was brought in, uh, saying, look, we used to have all these um, customers in the government. They're now gone because everything's been centralized. And, you know, it put a lot of small businesses under significant pressure. However, the impact of that cir- circular, as they call them in government, that policy in 2014 has actually been profound. In advance of today, I had a look into the um, actual expenditure, the real data. So this is what they're paying out to suppliers. I've, and I've scrolled across one of our databases, which covers about 150 public sector bodies, hundreds of thousands of purchase orders, and billions upon billions of expenditure. And the fact of the matter is when you go local authority by local authority, education training board by education training board, state body by state body, there's very few circumstances where SMEs are not making up at least 50% of the hard cash being paid out to businesses. Ah, so they're so doing okay then? So they don't need this new consultation? No, what the consultation is doing is, so the policy is right. But as you know, Joe, through the excellent coverage that you do in News Talk, inflation has been biting in. So 25,000 used to be the threshold uh, at which you had to go out to market and run a full tender process, which is quite bureaucratic. 25,000 euros for what? for goods or for services and in particular where the problem was whatever about on services at the upper end of twenty five thousand, you'd expect a fairly well developed proposal to come in where somebody's going to explain how they're going to do something for you for that amount of money for goods if you're making a 20 or a 30 percent margin on a good item that 25,000 is only worth six or 7,000 to you. Mm. And if you have to spend two or three days writing a document, you can see how the maths don't really add up. So what what they've done is they've updated the level at which full competitive tendering applies at to 50,000. Now, the 50,000 level is the one that all commercial semi-states have always operated at. But for semi, uh, because that's what's written into the European Union directives, but what you can do in the European Union is you can increase competition by bringing it down. You can't prevent competition by bringing that threshold up. So what Ireland has done is we've moved back up to the same threshold the likes of Board Gosh and Board Namona and all the rest have been operating at all this time. And in so doing, it'll it'll mean it's a little bit easier for buyers to get things up to 50,000. It's also slightly less competitive in that suppliers will be one of three and they'll always know that they're one of three if it's goods or services or they're one of five if it's construction related that have been asked to bid for stuff up to um, 50,000. And then when it comes to construction, so if it's relatively small amount of construction work, uh, the threshold is is moving from fifty to two hundred thousand, which is also very that's a positive. big. That's a big jump. Uh, will the SMEs um, in future be up to it uh, with these increased thresholds? 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, what I'd say to any SMEs, the, the, the OGP have done a great job. They're, they're one of the few agencies that actively seeks the views of industry. There's, a, there's an advisory board in place that Minister Smith and his, his, his uh, antecedents have all sat at, where uh, the state economic agencies, that's the local enterprise offices, Enterprise Ireland, uh, Intertrade Ireland, and the various different employer groups all sit at and exchange views and give um, feedback from the coalface, if you like, that helps both the buyers understand what's happening from uh, what the organisations of the ground are hearing. And then that informs the policy cycle. And it's led to a huge amount of very positive stuff around you know, Brexit planning, um, how cloud procurement is taking place in the public sector. So it's a very effective forum. So it sounds and, as if the, the voice of SMEs is being heard at government level, because often the big complaint is that the big boys get, get in the door much quicker. Well, the, the point is, follow the data. Okay, uh, there's a time and a place when large companies are absolutely appropriate and should be used. And, and, uh, and you know, ISME has always been very clear about that. Uh, but also, uh, one of the things that has been an impact of procurement policy in Ireland over the last 10 years is that you find a lot of opportunities are being broken up into different sized bundles of work, if you like. So if something is highly technical or complex, it may go to either a very small specialist company or it might go to a very large company that has the resources to deal with that. It could be either. Similarly, if an organization has a turnover of or is funded to a level of, say, three or four million, they're not a very large organization. Should they be buying from a publicly quoted blue chip company if they can access something for relatively less complex needs through a local provider? And what we find when we look at the data, the data we refer to at the top, that is broadly happening 10 years on. So from a policy point of view, uh, what, what this is doing is it's accounting for the fact that 25,000 doesn't buy you in 2023 what it bought you in 2014. Yeah. It's updating things to reflect the current environment. And there's one other positive effect of it. You know, having the circular means that a lot of people across the public sector will have to reread this up. Uh, there's a refamiliarization with all of the good general principles about transparency, about driving value for money, about facilitating competition, okay. about staying close. And that's really the positive, uh, the real positives from this are updating it, it'll increase competition, it'll help drive value for money for both the taxpayer, but also make things a little bit easier for both buyers and suppliers. Thanks very much, Ross. That's Ross McCarthy, Managing Director of Keystone Procurement and ISME National Council Member. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.